Today, we will be talking about a specific device, a few iterations of the same device, uh, a device used solely to scar and disfigure women in a way that makes them, in the eyes of society at the time, less than a woman, if they survived. It had a few different names and integrations, like the Biter, the Iron Spider, or just the Spider, but for simplicity's sake, we're just going to call it by its layman's name, the Breast Ripper. I'm Kevin Young. I'm Don Hergen. And this is Torture. Yeah, everybody's better now. Thank you. Looks at things. Um, I'm the only one that didn't get like sick. Oh, really? Yeah, we got a we got a head cold running through the family right now. So yeah. Well, so that's the thing that you spend two years in isolation from everybody. You know, you wearing masks, you socially distance, and you know, you know, so you don't catch the colds. And then all of a sudden the masks are gone and everybody's on top of one another again. And, you know, we don't catch COVID, but fuck, catch a head cold the second kids are able that's to. That's it. Like, no no yeah. immune system anymore. No. No, you're not. Your body's not used to it. So all of a sudden you fucking catch them. You're like, God damn. So if you can hear it in my voice, it's a little. <clears throat> yeah. Started with the post post nasal drip and then I just kind of moved down to my chest. It's like, motherfucker. Yeah, I was always very prone to that happening because of uh, sinus issues and things like that. I get sick every. I got sick every year, but it was it was one of those shows I could bounce back in a couple of days. I've had this one for you know, about a week. It's kicking my ass. Wait, actually, do you have COVID? Like, did you test? Oh yeah, we've all or, been tested. Yeah, the, when the kids felt like shit they got tested and i started feeling like shit i got tested it all came back negative it was just a fucking head cold Ooh, that's good yeah yeah i mean it's definitely better than having covid take the head that's cold sense. i guess but um, yeah it fucking sucks and the shit of it is i can't take like cold medicine i had a heart condition when i was born um so if I take any type, even non-drowsy, like Dayquil or something, I take non-drowsy cold medicine. I'm I'm out. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, it knocks me the fuck. And it's fuck. If I take like Mucinex or something, I'm I'm out for like forty eight hours. <laughs> uh, and what I mean, I won't be asleep, but I'll be like, my head will be in the fucking clouds. I took. That was like a party to me. Oh, I hate it. I can't stand feeling like that. I hate. It's one one of the reasons I don't drink or do any drugs i just don't like the way it makes my body feel yeah i, yeah. I took uh i took some robitussin one time this was years and years ago and i was sick as shit and i have to be really sick for me to break down and take anything because i took some robitussin a few years ago and i uh, went and laid down on my lazy boy and i kicked back and i was like half an hour later i was like hallucinating balloons on the ceiling and i felt like i was falling out of the chair i was like god 
fucking shit. And I felt like I felt like that for like three days. So you woke up and you missed the entirety of Trump's presidency. Oh so, God, how nice would that have been? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a uh, well, uh, yeah. It flew by for us side of the pond. Same, you know, scary quick actually. For us, I don't know about you guys, obviously, but yeah, well, we had to live it. Oh. Which. Uh, I, I go listen. I complain about that shit, but I'm a, I'm a white male living in the Midwest in America. I got it made pretty well, so there's not yeah, a, yeah. there's not a whole lot administrations are gonna change for me. You know, from from mm. one guy to the next is it's 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 what it changes for other people. Doesn't yeah, really yeah. doesn't really affect me any. I'm not making enough money to get taxed to the point where I'm broke they're not changing policies that are going to change my life so honestly it doesn't affect me any it's, it, it affects yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're not it, earning too little to yeah. up in the bin yeah it affects it affects everybody else and that that's that's what you worry about it affects my yeah. you know some of the stuff affects my daughter i worry about her uh and then you got um our buddy turner down in texas and dealing with everything that's going on over there oh what's happening there it's pretty much so if a if a if a guy breaks into your house ah. rapes you gets you pregnant you don't find out about it until you're like 16 weeks or something like that you go have an abortion your rapist can sue you for ten thousand dollars but it's all part of god's plan you know of course yeah. Let's not forget why why we're all here in the first place, Kevin. You know we're all here, true, for our Lord and Savior. You know, you, you when you put it that way, it makes it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I actually remember I was watching um, a video. I was looking, trying to find some details on a very specific guitar effects pedal, right? And one of the top rate videos that came up for it. I was like, oh yeah, cool. I'll check this out anyway. So the guy was going on. He was giving all this information about pedal and like, he's starting to anyway. And, he kind of seemed to be kind of you know when, when they kind of give you just enough to kind of keep you going in the videos or whatever and keep you interested yeah and uh, next thing now he turns around and goes now before we continue let's take a moment to remember exactly why we're here and you're at this video in the first place and that was because of our lord savior jesus christ right i was like what the fuck's going on next thing <laughs> went, full, full on prayer right full on prayer and he's like but I would say close his eyes the whole thing right now. Like I'm all good for people being religious and all that stuff, right? But yeah. like there's no forewarning as far as I was concerned on this. Like you know, you randomly go into this video and it's just like and ever since then, I keep getting this freaking pop-up thing coming in as a suggested video for this guy who's with his like wife or some shit sitting in their kitchen table reading oh. the Bible. Oh, it's always coming up as and and I'm just like, oh, this is just for me. It's just painful. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I, yeah. But um, get me. I can understand. Like it would it'd be a different thing for other people. But that being said, I don't think the sort of people I'd be listening to this podcast would exactly disagree with me if you're listening to this. Yeah. But um, well, I mean, I guess yeah, it depends on know. the type of Christian you are. Some some people might might love it. That's very true. That's very true. I sure look, we all both know that. Christianity was uh, responsible for an awful lot of these things that we're going to be talking about throughout this podcast anyway. So, yeah, we'll get into a little bit of that uh, today too. Catholicism. Yeah, that's the, that's the big baddie. 
So I'm kind of, kind of, it's kind of surprising that you're not, since you live in Ireland. That's pretty uh, big Catholic area, isn't it? Massively so, yeah. Like the, yeah. for too long, basically, there was a mixture of church and state, and yeah. that should never be the case, you know. And um, now it's I don't know how to describe it. Like it's just far less than now. Like it, like the way to do the census thing every couple of years or every year or whatever like you said our like latest census is actually in the next couple of days we have to fill out this big form and they basically yeah. put down what religion they are and all this and it's come back as non-catholic far more and more and more and more and more or like non-religious or whatever like you know what i mean or other denominations and stuff like that like you know um like my cousin wants to put down sith on it because <laughs> because jedi is because tech jediism is it's technically a recognized religion so therefore being Sith should be as well, and um, right. yeah, but uh, I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's it could, let's say like my grandparents all would have been very religious, yeah, and um, my parents' generation it are kind of where it started to decline massively, like where um, neither my parents really are, you know, like they kind of are not practicing, my yeah. father definitely isn't anyway, but my mother definitely isn't um, practicing anyway, and then from there then it just came to just i'm just like yeah nope <laughs> yeah my my parents are bible beaters and uh but they're they're baby boomers i don't know how you guys rate your generations over there baby boomers were the uh yeah baby boomers we do yeah and yeah. i never remember which one's which so. those are the ones that yeah, were... i'm a millennial i know that much like, yeah me too. me too i'm an elder I'm like a year yeah. off it or something yeah an elder millennial uh yeah, the, the boomers are the ones that came after World War II. Um, World War II people came home. The greatest generation came home from fighting World War II, you know, got fuck happy and then pushed out a bunch of kids. And I was a baby boomers, just the worst generation to ever exist. And, is anybody born in the 50s? That would be, is that? Uh, what's the year? Yeah, 40s, 50s, early 60s, I believe. Gonna put baby boomer year range nineteen forty six to nineteen sixty four. Yeah, and then you got uh, Gen X after that. Yeah, so my parents would be in Gen X. Okay, yeah, my parents are. Tech, oh well, yeah, not like fifty seven. Is it? That's hold on. Oh, boomer two. Boomer two. Boomer two. Okay. Yeah, and uh, technically, like, uh, my well, my father would be in boomer two. My mother believes in Gen X. Okay. Yeah, my parents are like a year My parents are solid boomers. They're I mean they're up there. They're you know, they're and then yeah, I got a brother that's I got brothers that are Gen X, and then me and my other brother are millennials, and now I got kids that are Gen Z. Yeah. And, but Gen Z's but are the, worst. the I say boomers are the worst. They kind of ruined everything for us. And uh, no, would they say that we ruined everything? And we also say then that the the next well, that's always how that's always how it is. That's always how it is. The 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 generation that came before you ruined everything. The generation that comes after you is making everything even worse. But honestly, honestly, the boomers over here anyway, they they completely ruined everything for us. (laughs) Because you buy a house then for uh, what a person, you know waiting tables could buy a house and have a family and yeah, support yeah. Them. And, and now you now i you know you have to have three jobs just to pay for rent yeah it's like the whole thing here where the 
average um, cost of rent, let's say in Dublin, is something like two thousand euro per month. Right, yeah. it's one of the most expensive cities in Europe to live in. Right, uh-huh. and um, yeah, so it's about two thousand a month, and to get that in a mortgage, your income, like I wouldn't get it, like we wouldn't get it, and we have a decent income between the two of us. Right, you know, like, and um, we would not get a mortgage for that. Like, you know, there's not, there's not hope in hell we'd ever get it. Like, unless we had like sixty percent deposit. Right. Like I, I, I might push comes to shove because I've never personally gone in on a mortgage myself, except for like you know, so like when I moved in, my wife already had a mortgage here and stuff like that. So, um, so I be labeled as first time buyer, and we get special kind of what's it compensation yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like a yeah. rate, whatever. So, it's a higher chance of me getting it, but at the same time, it's um, it's it's, it's crazy. Like you know, the fact that like yeah, people can afford to pay that, but then they can't afford that to save up for their deposits because they're paying that and then they're told then they can't get the mortgage for that amount of money so in fact they're already paying it so there's no way how you could afford to pay that per month like, well i already am so you know <laughs> well the problem is everybody wants to go get starbucks once a day save that money you'll be able to afford everything in the <laughs> yeah, world yeah. yeah who was that there was some politician said that oh uh, many it? many Republican politicians uh, it, uh, have have, yeah, have I'm pretty sure and uh yeah. and, and money gurus that tell you, well if you just stop getting that Starbucks every day you yeah, yeah, yeah somebody said yeah. it very recently. Some I think it was a UK politician said it very recently about how people could basically but see I know what they were getting at, like you know I mean they're realistic. They're saying about that that people specifically like like I say millennials and Gen Z's don't want to make sacrifices. You know, I got yeah. friends who moved in back home with their parents, um things like that to save like i mean like lived like paupers for ages just to save to get a deposit to be able to get on the property ladder you know and, yeah yeah it's a little it's a little silly see our our problem here you see is the fact that we eat full of irish breakfasts everywhere <laughs> right and that is so goddamn expensive that we just can't afford it's all the beans it's all the beans i wish it was the beans they're the cheapest goddamn part of it you know, so anything the most expensive part is the pudding. As I said, uh, the, well, no, because you're you're having you're having beans twice because you're having your beans with your bre- in your breakfast and then you're having your beans for your Starbucks that they're gonna make your coffee. So it's it's, it's all the beans that are keeping you oh, yeah. being able to afford a house <laughs> in Ireland. Got the beans. Well, luckily, you're not English and you don't have to worry about the tomatoes too. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah. It depends on where you go for that. Though. I don't know. Actually, be honest, I, I don't know who. If, I don't know. I should have asked um, my wife that question as well. Would she have counted that as part of one or not? But I, I, I always associate that with the English ones. So when I looked it up online, a uh, full Irish, it, it, it came with grilled tomatoes. But I, I guess it, it, it just depends on what you grow up with. It's uh, true. Well, actually, hold on a second. The sun is here now. We're gonna ask him that number that called you. By the way, is a scam. Yeah, just so you know. Yes. Yeah. Full Irish. Does it have tomato or not? No. There you go. He just yeah. said no. Yeah. All right. And how often do we eat them? Rarely. It's <laughs> <laughs> See, he hasn't gotten to the stage as well though with drinking alcohol where we mainly drink we mainly have them when we're hungover. And we may oh. um, as a treat on a you know, on Saturday or something. So that's something that's something we have in common because people get hung over here, they usually go to a, a diner and have a huge breakfast and then try not to throw it up later. 
<laughs> the, the, the torture slash cultural indifference podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure this is interesting to everybody. They're like, okay, get on with it. Well, All that's right. the thing, though. Chances are there's far higher um, amount of American people going to be listening to the damn thing. So they're going to be like, what the hell is this fucking paddy fella shiting on about now? So <laughs> they all wanted to know the epic question, the answer to the full Irish. And no, we don't drink it all the time. Only when we're in a pub. Only when you're in a pub. What do you drink at home? Um, well, I just think of some Guinness drinkers. Yes, they will drink Guinness. At home <laughs> <if> you, drink <laughs> you know, I, I don't. Though. I mean, I used to be a Guinness drinker, but I'm not anymore. Really, like I drink like craft beers because I'm a hipster asshole. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, you know, but mainly drinking non-alcoholic stuff nowadays because. Yes, that's right. Irish man, non-alcoholic stuff. What's the point? Because I like the taste of it. That's the thing. Oh, really? I hate the Yeah, taste like, I like the taste of beer. Like, I... I love the taste of beer. Oh. And I, I'd happily sit there, you see, and like have one with dinner each night because I like the taste of it. And really? I don't want to drink alcohol wow. that much. You know, so um like why else would you drink something unless you like it <laughs> would you just put yourself to, like would you it was it was said yeah. to me when i was younger somebody asked me if i wanted some and i was like i hate the taste of beer he's like oh no man you got to get used to the taste of it it's like why the fuck would i do that why would i go yeah, out of my way to get taste. used to the taste of something i don't like just to drink it i suppose you know it's like most things that you mean you you your taste changes when you acquire I suppose, taste. man, I could eat things. shit every day for the next 10 years. Eventually, I'd get used to the taste. It doesn't mean <laughs> I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, but I guarantee you shit will never taste nice no matter what over those 10 years. You get used to it, but you'll never be like, mm, I'll yeah. go for a bit of that right about now. Oh, there's there's people down the line that we'll cover that might uh, argue. Disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, well, you ready to get into it? <laughs> yeah 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 um i i did about as little research into this as i possibly could intentionally because oh um yeah i, I, I watched a couple of videos and uh, did a bit of reading up on wikipedia and stuff I, the wikipedia that i had open previously ready to rock and roll just in case but i didn't want to overshadow your um oh no you're fine you learn as much as effort you want. and yeah you learn as much as you want about whatever you want oh fuck it Fucking head cold. God damn it. Uh, for some reason, I always imagined this would be the second episode we did. I don't know why. As I got, there's a lot of other ones that I looked into doing. It was like, first one's abstinacin. Second one's breast ripper. After that, I don't fucking know. Just I just wanted to get the boob conversation. I just wanted to yes, cover the tits and let's get it over with. Because yeah. this one, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's if, what she said. <laughs> if if you get squeamish at all, and again, if you're squeamish for anything while you're listening to this podcast, but if you get squeamish at all, this one, this one's going to be tough. Yeah, I'm already kind of, um, after some of the things I looked into to do this, I'm already kind of a bit like. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. So, Dan, let's go all the way back to Germany, possibly France, the late 16th century. And let's say you're a woman back then. Dan, you're a woman. And uh, we've you've met up with some handsome, established man. He courts you. You begin to have a physical relationship. You become pregnant because the lamb skin just isn't what it used to be. So always somebody poking holes in my damn lambskins. That's what it is. <laughs> no latex back then. 
Yeah. Uh, so now you're going to need him to step up and be a father. You tell him. He denies that it's his. He says you're a whore and that the child isn't his. And he's married with a family. And he tells you if you say anything to anyone about it being his, he'll deny it, call you a liar. So now you're on your own. A soon-to-be unwed mother, you've already told some of the people about the pregnancy. You were excited to start a family with this man. People start asking questions like, isn't he married? Doesn't he have a family? Many of your friends had seen you two together, so when he outright says that he doesn't know you, they let everyone know that it's a lie. So he says you bewitched him into a relationship. You practiced the dark arts or, and are of the devil. And all the uh, commotion, all the commotion and stress, you lose the baby. You feel like your life is ruined, like it can't get any worse. Then a knock on the door, and there's a warrant for your arrest. The charges: adultery, abortion, heresy, and witchcraft. The sentence: you will be subject to the breast ripper. Say they're my favorite four things to get pulled up on by the cops. Yeah. Well, I mean, they usually find a ticket on you. It's like, but what about all the adultery, abortion, heresy, and witchcraft? Yeah. <laughs> Last time I trust a Frenchman. Bastard. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have been a drama German. I wouldn't have had a problem with it. But those damn French. But this is the thing. I don't think the German woman would definitely would have stuck up for that. They would have just beat some sense into him. That's you a know? good That's a good possibility. Uh mm-hmm. My 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 mom's a, an old German woman, and she, yeah, she would have beat me. She would have beat him, and she would beat anybody else that said anything. Yeah. She had a she had a thing called a wicked slipper. You have uh, we have the, the slippers with the hard soles on the bottom. And all she, right, yeah. <laughs> she had one. She had one that had snapped like in half. So you pick it up, it's all floppy, and she used to chase us around the house and slap us with it. <laughs> called it the wicked slipper. It hurt like a bitch. Holy fuck, did that thing hurt? And when she couldn't get that, she'd grab a wooden spoon. And when she couldn't get that, she'd get the breast ripper. <laughs> oh, God. oh, yeah. So you walk into a room and you are met with about a two foot piece of iron bent in the middle. So it almost the ends almost touch. Uh, it's got enough tension in the bend that when the ends are pried apart and something is placed in between them. They hold whatever it is like a clamp. Problem is, the ends have sharp iron prongs, like a pitchfork. Uh, Some versions have just two on the ends. Others have three or even four. But whatever's held in between them isn't just held. It's shredded. Uh, They strap you to a pole, to a wall, and then proceed to heat the ends up over a fire and get them red hot. Now, they can be used cold. They're just regular, you know, they don't they don't heat them up at all. And some of the iterations I looked at, they actually froze them. Like in the winter, they'd use them super cold, which I guess would probably work just, I mean, if they're frozen. It worked just probably as well, work yeah. just as well as if they're super hot. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, it would take longer for them to cool down from being super hot than it would to be to warm up a little bit from being super cold, I suppose. But it's always far. You probably have a higher chance of like bleeding out, though, wouldn't you? If they're cold. Well, if they're super hot, they might uh, cauterize. Cauterize them. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I 
I don't think either one would be better or worse than the other, depending on how cold or how hot you get. If they're red, if they're red hot, it's not gonna matter. No, like it, yeah. it, it all sounds absolutely bloody horrific. Like yeah. you know, no matter what the temperature of it, like, you know, it's it's just like just to give it a bit of visual context as well it's for people who are, uh, I think it looks a bit like the Assassin's Creed symbol. Kinda, yeah. When it's when it's held up, yeah. 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 When you're looking at it, like yeah, it's it's looks a little bit kind of like it. And you will never play that game the same again. (laughs) No, Boob Ripper Creed. (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) All right. So when anyway, when the device is set to the right temperature, your breasts are exposed. More than likely, they're probably already hanging out. And um, one of them is placed inside the spikes, like uh, a metal bra of pain and misery. Then, as the red-hot spikes sear and dig into your flesh, they clamp it shut and quickly pull away, taking as much meat with them as possible. And this is done as many times as it takes to remove the breast. It is up to a judge or magistrate if it's one or both. So they can't stop after just one, and then you walk around with just the one breast, which I mm. I don't know. I mean, obviously, pain-wise, having both of them done would be worse. But I feel like you could cover up the fact that your breasts have been removed. If both, Maybe, of, them are if both of them are gone. Because then you could then you just be, you would just look flat-chested if nobody knew you before that. Yeah. Uh, it feels seems like if you were a large-breasted woman equaling out two of them when only one of them was gone would be difficult. I think either way, regardless of the number, it wouldn't exactly be an ideal situation. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking horrifying. (laughs) It it really, and they look, it's not just one of those things where it is horrifying, but the, the, the actual device does look horrifying. I'll have pictures up on our Instagram and our Twitter and you can see them. Um, I was gonna say, I, I think the simplicity of it, you see, uh, when you're looking at it, is. So you can actually watch a YouTube video of a guy. There's a guy who actually makes some of these old torture devices for just for YouTube for fun to show you how they were made, and he makes one, and it's, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen some of them. They look a bit like, um, okay, metal deer antlers. Some of them do. Yeah. And usually, you know, it's. Yeah, they're kind of fucked up. Yeah. You know, they're the kind of fancier ones where people are really embellishing the whole thing of like, yeah, I'm going to make this horrific thing, but make it look fancy. I yeah. think the, the normal one, if you just straight Google it, the very first picture that comes up, that's the one that's on Wikipedia. Like that is, to uh-huh. me, it looks absolutely terrifying because of just, like you said, the simplicity of it. Like you just know exactly what it does. Well, take a pair of, uh, yeah, take a pair of kitchen tongs and, tie, and um, tape some forks to them and then bend the forks in towards each other yeah. that's pretty much what you got thinking about it, it would actually make a good barbecue utensil if you think about it without trying to yeah for like yeah for like what, uh, pulled pork I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah like, I, mean, I, I don't want to sound like uh, that's pretty much what it is <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think of a word i was trying to say there to go is trying to um not be an asshole, right? like you know, you know what I mean. Though. Yeah. Uh, and just to reiterate for anybody, we're not, we're never making fun of the victims of these things. We're, we're just 
you have to have a certain type of uh, sense of humor to get through these types of things. And but yeah, yeah, it probably would work well for barbecue. Ugh. Sometimes some integrations of them were used on men, but instead of the breast, it would be like hung from a rope that would be pulled through a pulley on the ceiling and it would be attached to the ass. And then they would lift you up off the ground until your butt meat just kind of gave in and you fell. <laughs> that was, uh, that was, I believe, what they called the, um, that was one of the spiders. There's, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, that is, from what I saw, they didn't use it that way too much. Uh, but it, you know, you had options. That's because most men don't have asses, you see. I don't. So, oh, I I got a big juicy dump truck on me. It's one of the reasons my wife married me. (laughs) I'm nothing but back. So, (laughs) shoulders, and then it's just the same thing all the way down. Yeah. No, I got a I got a juicy one, and uh, the thought of having this thing dig into it doesn't excite me any. To say that. So that, that's one way they used it. There's also another type of ripper. But these were attached to a wall. Now, either the woman's breast would be placed like uh, they could either take the breast ripper in the regular breast ripper that you would see when you pull it up on Wikipedia. And they'd attach it to a wall and put the woman's breast inside up to the wall, clamp it shut, and then pull her away from the wall doing the same thing they just wouldn't be grabbing onto the to the the breast ripper itself they'd be pulling away from the woman or and i don't know which one is worse both have gone through my head several times and i it, i i i guess it's you know up to your opinion but there could also be a series of spikes or nails set jetting out of the wall by a couple inches and instead of the woman being inserted into something and pulled away, she would be pushed hard against the spikes and then dragged back and forth across the wall. Oh, Jesus. Ripping flesh, oh. ripping flesh away oh, no. each that's time. <laughs> you think that's no, what you like think? A, like, a, uh, like a giant cheese grater, basically. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, no, that, 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 that sounds shivers. That might focus on right there, you know. I don't think there's not really a way to only do one at a time. I think that I think you're pretty much doing both at the same time, no matter what. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm sure that but they yeah, would take yeah. the time to figure it out, but that plus more, like, yeah, no, you're all right. Thanks very much. <laughs> uh, so obviously, many women would die from this, but if they did survive, they'd have to live the rest of their life seen as less than a woman having their femininity literally torn away. Uh, This practice lasted until the 19th century. So not as long ago as what you'd like to think. I think most of these things tend to be that case. I mean, I think we've only become what we consider to be civilized in the last 50 goddamn years by the sounds of things. Especially that damn French. (laughs) Well, the French were still executing people by guillotine when Star Wars came out. Yeah, but that's usually deserved, though, wasn't it? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess that depends on your uh, opinion on capital punishment and what 
what you des what deserves to be uh beheaded i'm sure we could talk about that all day anyway so I definitely oh, that's <laughs> that's a whole nother episode <laughs> we got we'll, we'll cover that too i got corporal punishment and beheadings and all that good shit on this nice long list i have at work uh Oh, I was going through that list. Just a little side note. I was going through that list. And if we stick to the one episode every two weeks, doing one mm -hmm. ep one episode per subject, which there will be subjects where we will do two or three episodes on because we just can't cover everything in one episode on certain subjects. But if we were able to do just one episode per subject, I have enough shit to keep us going for 11 and a half years. <laughs> i told my wife you she's know there like, are that many forms it's harder well because it's gonna be we're covering methods and devices and i also have <clears throat> uh you, you can't really talk rom-com films <laughs> the notebook uh all the all the know. twilights yeah uh, well i'll say that because apparently they get Better. I don't know. I only watched the first one. But, so uh, the books are really good. But uh, there was some, there's a movie I must look up and send you on the thing for which it it, it should be classified as torture. We watched it um, because um, the young lad is at the age now where he wants to watch kind of more actiony films yeah. and stuff like that. So we're trying to find the ones that are kind of a suitable enough um, age thing for him where it's like just the right amount of violence uh -huh. to keep him happy, but not so much. But there's this one where it's basically this English guy going to find his sister's daughter even sorry um she'd been kidnapped or disappeared and it is some of the worst acting i've ever seen in my life it is so fucking horrible and i'm gonna have to look it up and send you send you and we will probably have to do that as a separate episode because it is that bad <laughs> like it, it, we there's a few there's a few movies like that yeah I'm pretty no. sure that 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 be an idea for a separate one altogether. The odd time, yeah, well, just really crap films, like the worst films. Not this podcast about really good films. Podcast about really crap films. Yeah, well, I can tell you from experience, the Twilight movies do continue to be worse. Each one, oh, okay. you know, they are horrible. I married a woman who loved the books, so since she loved all the books, she had to watch all the movies. And I even went to the final movie and the theaters. And regretted my decision. She could because so when we get out of the theater, she's like, "What'd you think?" I said, "Well, the action scene at the end and the twist at the end was okay." So she started telling everybody that I liked the movie. She's like, "You liked the last one?" I said, "No." I said, <laughs> "I said the fight was okay and the twist was okay, but uh, it no, had I ten did seconds not, worth of redeeming qualities. I did not. Well, the, the so the fight scene in the last Twilight. I can't believe this is where this conversation went. The fight scene in the last Twilight movie is actually a decent fight scene. There's a lot of people, a lot of main characters that die, and it's actually a pretty good fight scene. So I was like, all right, this isn't too bad. And then there's a huge twist at the end, where it's like it's all a dream or whatever, which uh, but not a dream. It's like a vision or whatever. And they're like, ah, oh, that's pretty neat. Luckily, because my wife's favorite character is killed off like very beginning of the fight and she's she's jumping Sweet. up and down in her chair screaming i was like mother <laughs> fuck now i'm gonna have to listen to this all night long and then he comes and then it turns out to all be a vision and he comes back to life and he, everything's fine i was like oh thank fucking god <laughs> otherwise my night was gonna be long and horrible 
But no, I didn't like the last Twilight movie. It was just like all the other Twilight movies. Horrible. The people in Twilight didn't even like the fucking Twilight movies. Robert Pattinson <laughs> hates Twilight. Face. Anyway, I got we got devices and methods, and then we can't really talk about torture without t- talking about the people who used it. So I got a bunch of yeah, yeah. we got historical figures, murderers, and then it's like, well, I don't want to cut. Well, there's a lot of events, like just single events. So I got a lot of events, uh, institutions like cults and and religions, um, prisons, orphanages, and uh, we're gonna do some little sections on how animals were used in torture. Not not animals being tortured, but animals being used in torture. And it's surprising, yeah, but surprisingly, a lot of them. Yeah, I think there's a few that are the really obvious ones in there that people know about, but then I say there are a few that are just really. Off the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking okay. about being off the wall, women getting scraped across walls. <laughs> yeah, idea how much we like the concept of this actual episode is that we decide to talk about Twilight instead. Yeah, yes. Yes, we diverted the, the conversation grater. from this horrible subject to Twilight. Yeah. Which... The worst thing is I have to grate stuff when I'm making dinner later on. That's all I'm gonna be able to think about now. Yeah. Oh, I won't be able to do pulled pork for a while now. Thanks for that. No, no, I'm getting hungry just thinking of that. <laughs> so, um, in Goa during the Inquisition, there, the breast ripper was a common device used to sway those that were still on the fence about converting to Christianity. Uh, many women had at least one removed, saving the other so they could still feed the baby. See how nice they are, Dan? They let you keep one breast so you could feed your child. Very fair of them. However, stories go that women that still refused to convert would have their babies ripped from the tit, thrown to the ground under them, and then the ripper would be used on them while they stood above their crying children. So all the blood and meat and whatever else came off with it is just landing on top of uh, your baby. Christianity at its best. Yeah. yeah. So all the, all the inquisitions were absolutely horrible. We will talk about the Goa Inquisition. That's one of those um, historical events that uh, will take probably more than one episode to cover. Um, and when I think about that, all I can think there's a podcast called "The Bible Says What," and it's a it's a former youth pastor who's going back through the Bible and reading all the horrible things that were in it and having discussions mm-hmm. with has discussions with ministers and and people deep in the Christianity community. And he's like, tell me why the Bible says this and why it's okay. And he had a minister on there one time. And it would, I was, so I'd listen to it while I was driving around delivering packages for FedEx. And I'd get so irate at the people that were on there. I'd have to turn it off before I, ran my truck into somebody because I was getting so pissed off. And he had trying to justify the stuff like Yes. And uh he had uh he had a minister on there that was like, look at Christianity. Look, I mean it spread around the world because it's a religion of of love. And I was like, no, it didn't. It spread around the world because they were going around killing people who refused to convert. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What the fuck do you think the Crusades were? (laughs) So uh, I think it's just back to Assassin's Creed. That's like yes. a, a full 
little thing. So that's where it comes from. It's what they call a. It's what they call a callback in the industry. Yeah. All I can say is, uh, it's a good thing that we morally evolved away from these types of things, and we don't do this kind of stuff anymore, right, Dan? Yep. 100%. Of course. We know of. Of course. Well, we don't do it here. I know that much. Enter Sharia law. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, December of... December of 2014, a 24-year-old woman was snatched up by the all-female ISIS group Al-Khansa in Syria and was taken to a cell. The crime was either breastfeeding in public or wearing a see-through face covering, depending on what you get your information from. So I looked at a couple different news sources. Some of the news news sources said she was picked up because she was breastfeeding in public. The other news sources says, and I believe she says that she got picked up because you could see through her face covering. So, hmm. either I was going to say maybe she was wearing a t-shirt that said "Fuck Sharia Law." <laughs> Stupid. Well, either way, the woman only called Batal said that they arrested her in a market under Sharia law and took her to a torture chamber. Now, they let her pick between a whip and a biter. She didn't want the whip and thought maybe the biter would be a lesser sentence, even though she didn't know what one was. So I'm going to give you these two things. I'm going to I'm going to torture you with one of these two things. It's going to be this thing that you know and this thing that you have no idea what the fuck it is. I'm choosing the thing I know even though it's yeah, probably going to be yeah. even though it's probably going to be worse because I don't know the, the devil you know is always better than the devil you don't. Yep. 100%. Yep. <laughs> well, they held her, put the biter on her breast, clamped it down and pulled. Quote I felt then that my femininity had been destroyed completely. We no longer afford to live this way. I was not the only one that was tortured with this instrument. There were a lot of there were a lot of women in the headquarters, and their situation was tragic. So, so like we were talking about earlier, like, well, we had to do this stuff in the 19th century. Well, some of us have not, and it's horrifying. It's just yeah. <laughs> It always actually shocks me, like, you know, when you look at things to do with kind of, I think, that part of the world, you know what I mean? Like, the way it's, I can understand why they don't want to, or may not want to, kind of, I say, catch up, you know, in certain areas with things, but, like, yeah, so it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I don't it, care if people want to live in homes, just be humane, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't care what anybody does with their lives, or, you know, you do whatever you want. It, I have a problem with you forcing uh, what you believe on other people. And that's exactly what's, what's going on there. Mm. But that's exactly what Christianity did during the inquisitions and during the crusades and well, pretty much forever. It's what, I mean, it's what a lot of religions still do. Uh, We'll talk about them on a different episode. I'm sure. That's going to be a multi-part episode. It's because you'll hear me rant. God, it's yeah, one time. That's fine. I don't talk too much, but my God, I probably won't stop. <laughs> fine by me. Rant all you want. See you, see you, God. Right? That's not a word now. 
All right. Well, uh, that's. I think that's all the depressing I want to give to people today. That's all I got on the breast ripper. One of the most horrifying things that uh, men have ever come. And you know, it was a man that came up with this too. It was, there's no uh, possible way. No possible way in hell a woman. If if a woman's going to come up with a torture device, it's going to be a little nut ripper. <laughs> Ball pullers, which which honestly, yeah. more men should have to have to use that than women should have to use a breast ripper because it'd be so you, it'd be like a giant version. What's that thing? You know, they have like all the balls and string that fucks one and does. The, oh yeah, the uh, um, fuck, what's the name of those? You know, things? I can't remember the name, but I used to have one though. I know, what you're talking, yeah, it's like a pendulum. Um, yeah, it's like the line of like five, six balls, and they only, yeah. when one hit the end, it launches your roll up, goes back. I can't remember the name, but basically, you can imagine that, but like a giant version of it, and then your balls go in the middle. That would be the torch, because then you get the shock going through it without the crush. Oof. You imagine that? You're like getting punched every time or flicked. Flicked That's is not worse. To do to us, you see? Flick, <laughs> flicked is so much worse than a punch. <laughs> Because a punch, at least at least you got the pain of the actual punch going in with it. But with just a flick, that's just that concentrated. That one area is all kind of all the pain is concentrated. So what you're saying then is that somebody had to go out of their way, right, and make this big iron claw rippy thing yeah. to torture women. But for men, it was just whoever invented the rubber band, <laughs> basically, and that that was it. Like that, that's probably his original intention was to torture man and then somebody went oh this is really good at holding my documents together i just i imagine a lot of women in a room way back in like the middle ages and uh they're all talking about how horrible men are and then they keep getting sexually harassed and sexually assaulted and then just one old woman's just laughing she's like you know what you do and they're what and she just starts flicking the air <laughs> and yeah. they're all of their minds just explode like we never thought about that and she, she invents the worst punishment in history is being flicked for those of you who don't have balls i'll tell you the worst punishment is getting flicked in the balls oh god really really bad like yeah that's why having top not, not that not that we're trying to bring down <laughs> the severity of what we just talked about. Well, this is what men do though. We say, "Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. horrible," but we have it worse. Yeah, you think the breast ripper's bad? <laughs> Get flicked in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why having a toddler is the worst because they're just at that right height where they walk up to you and they bring their arm up and poof, just just barely. That's like having a cat nip it. I've never got hit by a cat. No, they, they, my cats like to use it to, to launch themselves. So if they're like lying on my lap, they decide you're running away. Oh, yeah. It's exactly, and it's, it's nearly the same thing. Like sometimes they're, they bound across, like a couple of nights ago, like sitting on the couch and they're chasing each other and they decide to come across us. Don't know why, because they stay on the floor. It's like, no, I'm going to run across Dan instead. And both of them went like, do do So it was like, get flick, 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 flick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, See, was my, not too yeah. enjoyable. My dog likes to lay on us. He's a, he's a lap layer, and he's not small, and he's very bony. So he likes to put mm. el- he likes to put elbows right there. Yeah. It's like, oh fucker. Yeah, they have no uh, no concept, obviously. <sighs> Dan, why is it every time we talk to one another, it always comes back around to dicks? I don't know. That's you. I always assumed that was Phil. <laughs> it that, but it turns out it's not. It turns out it's not. It's just a, <laughs> it's I think probably it's one just, of us. 
I think it's just a man thing. Because like. <laughs> everything, everything uh, else in the world for everybody else is so much worse than what it is for us. So we have to bring it around to the one thing that's bad for us, and that's getting flicked in the balls. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe just it's, I don't know. Maybe it's a masculinity thing. Yeah, maybe I'm sure it is. It's like, look at this book I got on guitar pedals, penises. <laughs> well, on that note. Thanks, guys, for listening to Torture. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, credits for all of our reference material can be found in the show notes. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TorturePod. And if you'd like to contact us, our email address is TorturePod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and follow wherever you listen. Well, hell. All right, that's all I got. We'll come back for more Irish facts. <laughs> Irish facts. Uh, the the full Irish is a sex move, just so you know. Yep. Yep. All right, everybody. Bye. Well, goodbye. <laughs> I have to say goodbye. <laughs>